burgers underneath sandwich, but it's still a sandwich. Yeah, it's a yeah, yeah, totally. It's a. Oh no, I got nothing. You want to do this podcast? How about yeah, let's that? do the podcast. Yeah, it's yeah. good. I no, might we're once doing a podcast get up to now. get a beer just so. I I might just you know who cares what I do? Stop talking, go off on rants, change subject completely. Sounds like a podcast. <laughs> but first, but first, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody here gathered, see the Grand old Opry tonight on Is It Worse Than 311? We're going to be talking about Miss Dolly Parton. I want to try to find gunshot sounds. Hold on. <laughs> Shooting out the saloon doors now. Uh, I, I got to pull up the, I didn't, I, this is just, there is just so fucking much to so, take in. This so is, much. This podcast, I'm excited about doing this. We're doing Dolly Parton, right? And she has, she so she has 48, I guess, solo albums, but she has upwards of 65 albums with Total. artists yeah and i think that the auto porter stuff i, I can't i can never remember his name I why hate do you him. keep calling him auto it's a- <laughs> there's a basketball player called auto Por- porter jr so oh, i just okay. call him auto porter <laughs> uh, porter wagner porter yeah, wagner porter wagner um i think those albums count as dolly albums at least some of them when they were working together yeah absolutely but like with discographies this size it makes me feel like like we gotta like pick like three albums from each era to like talk about because then we could like focus because it's a, <laughs> this was insane dude sure, I, yeah no this when, this was wild i've never looked at a discography and gone oof and i was like i felt like i, I was got punched in the stomach with a rock i was like i'm i'm doing pretty good here i was 30 albums in and i was like i am doing pretty good here and then i looked at the list again and i was like wait it said 48 albums like i should be well over the halfway park and it was like <laughs> no you're not <laughs> No, it's you're so, absolutely not. It's so big that there's no way I'm going to remember everything I wanted to talk about because I didn't take notes when I was li- it's just so big that I would just listen whenever I could. So there was never a point where I was like, oh, I, should, I better jot down this song, you know, or take note of that or whatever, fucking other than mentally. And uh, absolutely. Uh, it, it's I'm, I'm, I'm a little upset that uh, that that's the case, because every day listening to this i would be talking to somebody and i'd be like yo i heard this dolly parton song last night though <laughs> like wasn't usually a good thing either not that i'm trying to just jump into talking shit on dolly because that's not i don't think the end verdict's gonna be a bad one for this uh but hey no I, no yeah i'm with you there oh man it was painful and there was some some really, really just I just, just stuff I don't agree with happening. Just you know, some uh-huh. disagreeable tracks. A lot of them. Um, I, 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 I kind of love this too because it, it gave me some more, uh, horrendously bad music to point to. And you know how happy I get when I find something that's just so absurdly bad that I can't conceive of it in any possible way. So somebody else had to do it for me. And I'm very thankful that Dolly Parton is one of these people that has created several pieces of music that leave me in a state of dumbfounded ecstasy 
just it's like watching like like a cop slip and fall. You know, like just something yeah. you can't stop laughing at, and yeah. you don't feel bad about it. Or like You're, a famous pop star falling through a stage mid show <laughs> with auto tune on. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Travis Scott. You made my day. Uh, actually, that YouTuber who pieced together every single vantage point of that man falling through the hole in the stage. Oh, Lord. Oh, um, that's good. So, so something to note about this artist. In the first 10 years of her career, she produces 29 albums in the first so, 10 years. This is 1967 to 1977. Hold on. Hold on. I'm just saying. Something to... Something to note about this artist. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying as far as, as just sheer size. Yeah. Not to jump ahead, but like we were talking, she has 65 albums with all sorts of other people. But in the first 10 years from 67 to 77, she almost produces 30 albums. So I think that that's an, a significant place to like think of when we're starting about this. That, that's like King Gizzard level of dedication. You know, I'm going to put out five albums in one year. Okay, Dolly. Uh, <coughs> and consecutively. Over I, and over again, just keep doing it. Three to four but, albums a year, every year. That's insane. But, but this is very roots-based music. Mm-hmm. This is relatively simplistic folk music for the most part that's been altered to uh, be put into like a mainstream pop light, uh, commercial lighting to some degree. Uh, this is Nashville, Tennessee country. That we're talking about. This is their product. This is what they make. This is uh, good family values, traditional American values. You know what I mean? And like that. I mean, yes and no. You you don't. You didn't get to play the Grand Old Opry if you weren't going along with the fucking pony show, and you didn't get to get on TV if you weren't going to the Grand Old Opry, and you weren't fucking getting on the TV show and the Porter Wagner show. Without this kind of connection. And, um... Oh, fuck, that sucks. <laughs> Dolly... <laughs> Dolly was born uh, in a one-bedroom cabin in the Appalachian Mountains with dirt. Like a, a the, hundred the, siblings. <laughs> well, yeah, 12. Her, her mother had 12 <laughs> children by the time she was 35. Uh, the... That, I, who, Dolly's number four. She graduated high school, uh, started singing at six, started playing a homemade guitar at seven, uh, had a real guitar by eight. So she's, I mean, this is a very musical person, even though I don't know the extent of Dolly's guitar. I don't, I don't think of Dolly Parton, like ripping a solo. Yeah, I feel like she's like the rhythm. She's like a jack of all trades type. Like she plays a bunch. She's a multi instrumentalist. She plays like twelve instruments. Oh no shit! Oh, that's yeah, that's something. Yeah, maybe she does. Maybe she rips it up. It's sort of like I saw like uh, uh, footage of Dr. Dre sitting at a piano one time, playing pretty well. <laughs> oh, of course, of course, Dr. Dre can play a fucking piano. Why the fuck like, would he be right? You know, like pretty what? well. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah because he's i mean production is part you know sampling and part actually being able to like time something and and play play an instrument specifically piano i think more likely than not yeah yeah i think i think that's just the one that lends itself to that sort of like electronic 
sampled sample based because you can be music. playing the keys and then and then add your sounds that are like all off of the keyboard that have like right. it's harder to do that with a guitar like and then uh, knob twiddle and shit right <laughs> got, got it on my pedal board hold on he tap dance for a second doodle do <laughs> <laughs> uh so dolly dolly graduates high school if they had high schools where where she grew up i'm not sure they said that that they paid the doctor with a bag of cornmeal to deliver her. That's how poor they were. Their dad was her dad was a sharecropper, like insane. Yeah, insane. Um, Thirteen kids, twelve kids, whatever. Stupid. That's stupid. That's fucking stupid. All right, that's some backwoods motherfucking mountain people shit right there. What the fuck? Shit, we're I, we're lucky that it wasn't her cousin. Her dad, you know, <laughs> so uh, great, fantastic. That's I mean, sharecropping is basically indentured servitude. Like it was designed after uh, slavery to basically re-enslave African-Americans. So like if you were a poor white and you were also in sharecropping because it was obviously meant to enslave anyone involved and keep poor people poor. It's like, you know, it was like fiefdom. It was like feudalism. It was like, you live on the land and you give us enough crap to pay for your hut. It's like, pay the company store shit. Like, they must have been <laughs> dirt-ass poor, dude. <laughs> yeah. So poor. Yeah. Uh, and now she's worth 500 mil, so good for her. Like, she's actually a come-from-the-bottoms-now-I'm-here story. Which God is actually, bless. I, I'm honest to God. Like, all the fucking rich <laughs> prima donnas we've dealt with on this show who are like, oh, I'm, I started poor, and it's like a mythology they've created just so that they don't feel white guilt it's like nah dolly parton was dirt ass poor so yeah never yes. forget yep 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 and also you know when a lot of a lot of those other like famous famous people just in, like singers in general pop singers like people that get to that type of stardom they 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 do that like that god thing and i'm like yeah yeah i don't i don't need you and your hypocritical message of Christianity your bag uh, of church. Com- coming bag at of me right man. now. Right. But like when Dolly's talking about it, it's kind of like I kind of think. I believe her. Like, yes. Like, I think you are a good Christian. I think that's like you follow your religion how you're supposed to as best as you can anyway. You know? She's, fu- <laughs> she's funny, man. I mean, she's funny. I feel like. I feel like she's a good Christian in the way that, like, Christians are are people who follow the doctrine however they want. Like, in the same album where it'll be talking about God and Jesus, someone also has cheated on someone. Oh, yeah. And a baby has died. And, I mean, like, you know, it's, yes, I mean, well, that's yes. not, probably not their fault the baby died, but maybe some of the times, you know. I, I, it's just so it doesn't. Uh, it does. It feels like um, you know she's a Christian. She's an American Christian, which is a hypocrite. <laughs> yeah, abs- absolutely, absolutely. But I, I do think she, she, you doesn't try to use. Well, she's not no, proselytizing. She believes in her faith. It's her. Yes, it's her faith, and she's going to heaven. Doesn't matter if you are or not. Be good. That kind of shit. I, I don't have the same issue of her talking about God stuff. As I do when I hear say Kanye West. Oh, yeah. And it and it's like get the fuck real, dude. Fuck you. You're not. What is this god shit all of a sudden? Fucking or when? I mean, not all of a sudden. It's been his whole career, but it's just it seems fake. Whereas this seems very genuine. 
Like, she couldn't stop talking about God even if she fucking had to. And she never had, I mean, she there's, she's never not talked about it. It's not like she introduced on the fourth album that she loves Jesus, you know, or like the fifth year. She's, album one, album one all the way through, this woman is talking about uh, Jesus and going to church and all that shit, being a good husband and wife, you know. She started off singing gospel, you know, singing in a choir. And like it's, it's uh, she still plays gospel. She's mm-hmm. it's tons of it. It's annoying. Uh, <laughs> it's so, but she, in here and there. She grad she graduates high school and she moves to Nashville, and her uncle was already a a, a singer songwriter or a songwriter in general. You know, in Nashville, which was huge. That was huge back then. That's that's like. That that's that's bigger than saying like, I I don't know my my uncle owns thirty percent of No Limit Records or something. You know what I mean? And we're going down to fucking where are they from? Memphis? Or are they Texas? I think No Limit is, is Nola. Is no, it? That's cash money. Cash. That's money cash money. Yeah. Doesn't matter. That's you know what I'm saying though. Like going going to a town that's known for a very specific kind of music. And then there's like that scene of music and being able to break into that is, is can be a difficult thing. And Nashville was the place because we're talking country music. This is this is like rock and roll's getting big, but then nobody wants rock and roll. They want good country music because coming from the 50s, coming from the 40s, fuck, and these people fear God. Well, and also like music, like music in in that era is like you know like who plays the best version of a song. I mean, like it's starting to change in the sixties, but it still is like single driven radio hits because it's like can everyone afford a record? You know, like who? Uh huh. um, And who's gonna who's gonna play your fucking record? If you get a if you get if you. Find a way to make a record, which it was cheaper back then. So at least there's that. But if you get your record made, who's going to buy it? Who's going to distribute it? How are you going to get it? Like that? There's there's so many factors that that play into that. Um, how are they going to find it? Even who like like what radio? How like do these radio stations want money? Most of them did back then. You had to pay to get your song on the radio, unless it was like. I don't know, the Christian Nashville radio, and you were doing a song with Porter Wagner, whose buddy fucking owns the place. You know what I mean? Right. It's yeah. Uh, and so she what published her first song when she was like sixteen or something like that. Fucking uh, ends up on the Porter Wagner show after Norma Jean gets gets cut out, and Porter Wagner was a regular. Grand Ole Opry guy. You okay there, Robert? You look like you're yeah, uh, yeah, fighting a bear. Yeah, keep keep, fight keep a bear? talking words. Hold on one second. I have to yeah. do one thing. Hold on. Uh, Robert is now fighting a bear. Uh, the bear is breaking into the the, the building, apparently. and it's, uh, It has a gun. It's, uh, uh, it's, brought, it's brought cookies. It's brought cookies. Uh, a bear brought Robert some cookies, and he fought it. <laughs> I thought well, someone was breaking into my house, uh, but it was in fact that my partner needed help with the door because our lock is super dumb, and like depending on if it's hot or cold, it sticks. 
And so, like, it, like the person was not getting in, and I was like, this is weird that someone's breaking I, into my house. So I am I incorrect. It was s- not a bear. <laughs> it was an adorable, cute bear named Nancy. Aw! Rawr! So, P- Porter Wagner, <laughs> as you were saying, Porter Wagner, Wagnerock. Uh, Ragnarok gets uh, gets gets Dolly on the show after Norma Jean leaves and gets her a, uh, a record label contract. I think it's RCA. I don't really care. Uh, if you care, go look at it. I don't give a fuck. I mean, be more of a fucking music snob than I am, you fucking nerd. Go do some <laughs> like look something up your fucking self for once. Uh, fucking. She puts out a couple singles. They do okay. They're kind of pop. I don't know if you listened to the one, the, the the happy, happy, happy birthday baby or whatever. Did you hear that one? I they didn't redo listen it. to that one. She redoes it later with Willie Nelson. Okay. Uh, but that was like one of her first ones, and it's more like 60s pop. But then they put out these albums, and now we're going to go by decade because this will take too long. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think that we could probably go 1960. I feel like we could go until 75 from this point because, to me, those albums are very similar. Like, I feel like yeah. she, I feel like she produces music in this period, like three to four albums a year. And at some point, because I listened to them all continuously, I was like, "Oh my god, these are the same album." Like, yeah. not to like slight the 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 artist at hand, but like. They're very particularly have a, a, a set and a mode, and they have you know a song about two lovers disagreeing, a song about two lovers making a home and falling in love, a song about two lovers having a divorce, breaking up, someone cheating on them, a, another maybe spat song and a dead baby song, and that's like that is easily yeah right. First ten yeah, years like, of the career, that's thirty but, albums of music, and it's not it's not just that though. It's like and like this is even this this uh like we're gonna, like charting of of the songs the way the track listings go. It continues to do this throughout the entire discography, and like almost every single one of them, you can the answer can be well because because that's country, right? Because like it's in order to like it's like you got a checklist of the things that you got to check off to make it a country album, and it's that very genre specific thing. Even though she does break the the boundaries a little bit, but it'll go like, here's my banger song, right? First track, yeah, boom. Here's a hit. Maybe there's another one that matches like the tempo and the energy, and then it'll be like slower, wholesome song. Then they'll slow it down a little bit more, and there'll be like the sad breakup song. And then it'll be like, maybe there will be a dead baby song that's like really slow. And in order to pick it back up Super from there, slow. you pick, you, you do the, you do the fucking, the big one, you know, another fucking fast one. But then it's immediately right back into like the cheating song and then the dead baby song again, maybe a cover <laughs> of an old dead baby song. I don't know. And then something about God. Yeah, there's uh, there's always and, I mean the bit the dead baby song normally covers the god ground pretty good you know because the baby always gets its wings or whatever but uh, <laughs> I mean yeah there's there's got to be a church song too but I, I mean uh, it's it's fun music like it's it's fun roots music pop country music but like pop country of that era which is good pop country in well, that it's like toned down and simplistic it's here not is like a, the- here is another thing though is is like Hello Dolly and like her like solo early solo stuff has some of that 60s pop music to it that you don't really get into a lot of country. 
like that almost like Brit Brit invasion fucking psychedelic thing going on almost. Yeah. And yeah. like it, it sneaks in there and it's weird when it happens and it makes some of it a little more enjoyable. But since we did these through and through just one after another, the record companies insisted that she made music with Porter Wagoner. Every other album. Yeah. Well, and because I think that I think that she wasn't selling as well at first, right? Like as a solo artist, people hated her because she wasn't Norma Jean, and she was on the Porter Wagoner show. So annoying. Oh yeah, because she replaced her, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's some trifling. (laughs) That's some trifling business right there. That's unfortunate. But I mean, you know, I I mean, it's a it's a very appearance laden um, art form being a pop star and being like in that kind of music scene like it's about that's why that's why i feel like she's you know nip and tuck her way to the top or whatever like she i feel like she's has all these amazing quotes about like it costs as much to look this trashy and all the shit she says you know like she's amazing yeah, yeah. but like you know staying beautiful was also probably necessity you know staying young and vibrant <laughs> for however long and looking a certain way to like fit the niche of this like bullshit poor small town uh, record label song and dance shit she was doing. And right. I mean, and the, her and music the, is so much more fun without Otto, uh, Porter Wagner, Slender Man. Seriously. Wagner, uh, there's like a couple of like, okay, Porter Wagner songs, but they're very generic. Like the duets that they, they're like so generic, like early country roots types type music that I, I just can't. I have a hard time getting into sometimes. Sometimes, he, sometimes he I, always I like sounds it. like he's talking down to her, even though it's a pop song and it's weird. It's like it, it's like so pedantic, pejorative. Like just I, this. It's usually a couple. Like they they will have a couple song, or they're the right. couple and they're happy. Uh, oh, and then they'll Hell have no. the, they'll do the ones where they're like an angry couple with each other that are still together, and they'll like try to banter with each other in the song like you're a big snoring hog oink <laughs> oink oink like somebody be like oink 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 in the background you know but like yeah. porter never even gets it right like like dolly won't even be finished singing what the what she's saying to him that he can like retort to and he'll be like well that's not working you <laughs> like right in the middle of the singing and then there's like an empty spot where it's like well that's where it fucking went bro what are you doing what is this it's. Also, I mean, it's a fine shtick for like say three albums, but I think they yeah. do like fifteen or sixteen, and it's like yeah, they do a lot. After like I, Dolly doing Dolly, like Dolly's voice is so striking and beautiful, and like even when she like does her little moments where she talks, that like sometimes to me feel like she's like or like she plays a baby. There's that one song where she like pretends. Oh god, to be, oh, no, hi, no, I don't know. No. If that's, I don't know if that's further along. I feel like it it's is that period, but. When she does all these things with her voice where she'll, like, she sings and, and it's beautiful and it's so big and vibrant. And then she'll just, like, sort of talk at you and it's, like, campfire, charming, like, conversation. And then he comes in and just bumbles around like a fucking idiot. He sounds like he sounds like a moron every single time. I mean, like, he's just, his bassy voice should be so much cooler and smoky and, like, you know, like, gravelly. But it's it always comes off as just, like so try hard like darling I, dolly sounds natural like she's actually having a conversation and he always sounds like he's just you know, reading off a script or something it's darling I, I need you to sign this contract that says me and you will be doing records together as long as you 
are on my show and we are doing records together and you are doing records too forever together oh man you know like what what was that porter Thanks, slender man yeah <laughs> you fucking God, creep, dude. Dude. dude looks like he fucking <laughs> dude look like he beat up mickey rourke to put tom Waits' face on his skull and then wear it yeah like on a nudie suit you know he, he look he looks like the the i don't know if you've ever seen this children's book but that uh, um the woman that ate the spider or whatever to eat the fly etc etc and like at the end she's like wearing a horse because she eats a horse and her face is like super long it's like it's almost like um when they stretch their faces in beetlejuice you know what i mean like he is creepy as fuck <laughs> like he just I, looks I, like a goomba dude i like uh. the bad blonde pompadour it's just like, like his whoa. style was flex though, like his cowboy oh, those, style, tight, yeah, tight jeans and button ups and all that, and boots. Those and, suits, dude, nudie suits, man. And, and, his, and his belts. The other ones I mean, like had, Maurice right. or something. Yeah, but it hit his. He hits his face, and it's just yeek. Anyway, <laughs> I kept looking at the album covers, and I I don't know why. You know, like we're, I feel like we live in this sexist world where we're always judging women's appearances, but we never like, oh, a dude looks good, a dude looks bad. But I was like, this dude is atrocious, and it needs to be known. So. <laughs> Additionally to his shit music. He kind of looks like Beavis in one of these album covers. Uh, just the two of us, he's like looking up at the stars or whatever. Like they're both looking up in the at the ceiling, like smiling. Like, what's up there? Is it a fucking spider? Dude, it's so weird. She does all these love love albums and stuff, and she's been married to her husband for like 50 years, Carl Dean. Like he, she's been married to Carl Dean since 1966, which is before she start like she like releases her first album. But like every single album, she's she is with a dude, and they're like they're like love partners, you know. And I know it's a I know it's theater, right? It's a show, but it's still like goofy. Like oh, she's written songs probably like in in real reality, like the Auto or Porter Wagner Slenderman isn't who she's Otto writing this song. <laughs> Otto Wagner is not who she's singing the song for, you know? It's for her husband. It's for the person she loves. But, like, it's always, like, Chris Christopherson and Willie Nelson and fucking uh, Kenny Rogers and shit, you know? <laughs> and it's just, like, funny. And, and, like, she's always writing these love songs. And I'm like, man, Carl Dean, man, you've got you've got a lot of love songs that have been written about you, you know? Like, you're the, like, source material of, like, 60 years of Dolly Parton love songs. Kind of cool. Probably. <laughs> Probably, maybe. I could also see her being like, that song ain't about you. <laughs> you <know>? yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's just a song, honey. Uh, it's a, that, you, who did I write that for? I wrote that for about $10,000, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man. Th- this, this era has uh, one of my favorite albums that, that I listened to. From Dolly Parton's discography, I think was uh, in the good old days when times were bad, and she this is has material that she revisits. All of it has re- material that she revisits, making these. Uh, I guess if you're really wanting to go into the Dolly Parton experience, important albums, important era to listen to. Probably this is some of the best Dolly, even though it is boring. I think like '69, early '70s going into it uh although like i don't know i like i like the bluegrass and the pop the pop disco that's the stuff i like 
like like late seventies and eighties. Yeah, and then but like I, some of the nineties stuff, like later nineties. But I think like the mid seventies is probably and like early seventies is probably more in line with country and what what made her famous as a country musician. Yeah, I mean this album is great, but also is like, I mean, and 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 this is the thing about her career is that this, there's this, uh, you know, shoe print, and she walks along in the shoe print forever in this this period. Like this is a good album and it's a standout, but also like it has some of that fiddle, it has some of that slide guitar. It's got that like, uh, it feels like you're about to do some like line dancing in a in a fucking dimly lit bar kind of vibes you know yeah um but yeah you're right it's still got some of that like 60s pop to it as well but still feels very it, country very, it has very harper country. valley pta in it which was oh that's like, always great like yeah that's a it was like a hit too uh and what's the the other one that's uh oh in the in the good old days when times are bad that she plays like that song that's the title track she plays that still i think I mean so. the thing the thing about um, the thing about country music too to me and and for Dolly Parton especially because her voice is just so distinct is that it's it's storytelling like this album's got um, the the Carroll County accident as well like it's like about these, oh, these yeah. in, like infidelity and like discovering infidelity and like the hypocrisy of small town America like it's as much as like it's revering small town America it's also calling out the bad eggs. Like, I mean, the PTA one is about her being told that her daughter is a slut, basically, because she wears a dress a certain way. And her coming in and being like, every single one of you at this PTA meeting is a piece of shit for other reasons. If you want to call me out, I know about your dirt, which is like small town America and badass. And it's like it's like a cool song. Like, it's like a it's a hit job on the whole town. You know, it's yeah. like, don't talk about my daughter that way. If you don't want me to tell you everyone about who you're cheating with, you know, like it's just like so good. And I feel like, you know, the the music earlier on is like you say roots country music with some pop to it but like really is roots and is charming to me and like is not overly busy and doesn't have any of the later trappings of like pop country which is like those hor- like horrible strings they throw in and like just overdoing fiddle but uh like just some of the things and it's like almost like sometimes they get like some like celine dion vibes in the new country stuff yeah. but anyways it's really good the old stuff is really good and she's fun she's funny She's funny and she makes me laugh. And I think that this decade is just like a really good like example of her songwriting in that like it is about her saying things about small town America. And I like that. It's charming to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I, th- I think it's a great person to hear it from too, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, she I just actually like- lived it. I just like to say real quick that uh, while we're talking about Dolly Parton, I am drinking a uh, Redneck Riviera whiskey, the ninety-five five percent, ninety-five percent blend. Ninety, I don't know. This is a shitty whiskey. If it's ninety-five by, uh, two year, five percent one year, rye yeah. mixed rye whiskey or some aged one year. Uh, one of you them's still in Ameri- have it around. God, poor man. Yeah, yeah. This is John Riches from the. Nashville's Music Mafia's whiskey, the kind bottled of in Portland. We love to hate. Fucking hate that guy. God uh, damn it! I wish Dolly Parton would put him on a fucking post outside her fucking house. 
like, like call him out on like something. Nosferatu, like Dracula. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, where all the are country we at? stars just impaled. We should probably be at Jolene by now. No, I mean, yeah, we should. Hillbilly Willie's on one of these albums here, and I think that's a funny song. It's funny. Joshua. Oh, so okay. Oh, Joshua had, and Code of Many Colors, those two. Yeah. Yeah, it, but there was also Golden Streets of Glory that was super religious. Oh, it's so bad. From that period, it's so bad. <laughs> so I, bad. I couldn't do it. Um, if I remember right, the right combination is from this this era, and that was one of my favorite Porter Wagner Dolly ones, but I have a feeling it might have just been a time and place kind of thing for me. Like when it was oh, playing, right it just like worked. The midnight oil. Yeah, I, f- I feel like that one was, was one of the better ones that I had listened to. I, I I do remember I do recall that one. I thought this. I mean, this is when she sort of gets solo famous. Like the coat of many colors is still like one of her very famous songs, which is like huge, a song yeah. about jo- no, Is it Joshua? It's one of the biblical characters. He gets right. sold uh, by his family, and it's like goofy stuff. But it's all like Jesus stuff. But like I, that album. But it's about. S- but it's about her too. Right. Right. <clears throat> right. Right. That that album didn't do it for me. I I didn't think the Code of Many Colors was very like like it just maybe a year. I don't earlier, even like that song. Blue Ridge Mountain Boy, I believe, was one of the ones I really liked. I liked that one. <clears throat> I liked that one. And the fairest of them all, I felt like had some okay stuff. Or as long as I love, I think it was. Touch was Your like, Woman comes out a like six months later, and that's a better album. Like such a weird album title. I, I like how sexy some of her stuff is. It's like, it seems like it's like a fuck you. Like, I can talk about being a woman and some of that is sexuality, you know? Sure, sure, sure. Instead of just uh, like being like some dude's sex object or whatever. Right. What, what about Bubbling Over? Oh, I love that album, dude. That album artwork, too, is like, she's like a like a, like a a jizz fountain, dude. What's going on there? Like, it's just like, why is she blowing? Like, and then she's behind herself. Like, it's a picture of her head and a water spout with her at the top just smiling. But then she's also in the picture behind her. So it's decapitated Dolly is in front of Dolly standing there smiling at decapitated Dolly who's smiling, bubbling over, quote unquote. But it's just, it and there's seems a brick really wall. Dirty. Yeah. And, and like a brick, why is there a brick wall? A brick? <laughs> yeah, and, and a pool at the side of a pool. It's such a weird, that album artwork is some of the is best. It, is that uh, a public pool? Like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> like 20 albums in or whatever this is, 15, 18 albums in, like, you'd think she had her own pool at this point. She should build a brick wall in her backyard. I mean, obviously it's a photo shoot, but still, like, what? And who was like, who thought it was a good idea to cut Dolly's head off and have her flowing out of a fountain while still keeping Dolly in the picture? It's just like, okay, daring. <laughs> Maybe that was like the one time somebody got Dolly to take LSD. You know? Oh my god! <laughs> She's like, you don't like understand I... what I want. Bubbling over my head. Good album too. It was okay, but I thought I think "Bubbling Over" was a silly song. It was one of the ones where I was like, ooh, that was weird. Uh, I got, hold on, wait, I'm gonna put it on. I'm gonna listen real quick. Y'all can't listen, but I'm gonna listen. Fuck you. Oh, well, Bubbling Over's great, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I remember. This was. <laughs> I'm bubbling over. 
<laughs> I don't know. There's, I, it's goofy, man. <laughs> I like that guitar. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it was still kind of good. What was up with that Love and Music album? Oh, it, it, that was the one with the teardrops for pennies. Oh, yeah. And also, I think I misspoke. My Blue Ridge Mountain Boy, my Tennessee Mountain Home was the one that I... That was, like, this... That's the good one, yeah. This period, like, she goes from being, like, straightforward country music, and it starts... To, uh, this is when I feel like she gets into the more of the, like, 60s, 70s pop music. Yeah. Like, this, well, this is more fun. Like, Jolene's about to happen. Like, this is just, yeah. like, more fun. It's less, like, I'm in a town, and you're like... Fuck yeah, you've fucking been in this town for goddamn 15 years, it feels like. Get out of this town! <laughs> I go to church in this town! That's no! Right. No, I fucking know. Oh my, my husband cheated on me. I know. And the kid died. I know. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Oh, God. The, ki- the kids dying stuff was just striking to me. It just happened so often. I was like, man... Like, as a trope, like, maybe let this one go, you know? Or, like, don't do it as hard and as often as you uh, yeah. decided to. But. Uh, so we are at Jolene, or about that time. This is the period with Jolene. Jolene is the album, right? That's the big, like, that's the old country album by Dolly Parton that's, like, big, huge. Because it's got that song that Jack White sings. And it always, it also has I will. <laughs> it also has I will always love you. And I think this is like the breakup phase with Porter Wagner. Like he's still around, but like I think she's doing it just because she's a nice person. And he's he like she at this point she's like independently famous of him and doesn't need him anymore. So he stops yeah. showing up as much on the albums. And like right, she's not on the show. And so like he starts to disappear. And he she writes that I will always love you song, which is about Porter Wagner. Yeah. Yep. And then Whitney Houston makes it famous in The Bodyguard. Yeah. And then my sister buys the cassette tape of The Bodyguard soundtrack and gives it to me for my birthday because I liked that song when I was like mm, eight. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Dolly Dolly Parton has basically said that like that's her song because she did it so well. This album also has uh, Lonely Coming Down, which is one of my favorite songs that she does. So it's like three. This is just like solid. This album's solid. Solid yeah. country. All the way through. Well, and it feels less like, like GCD or something. Like a lot of it, like if you listen to the actual musicality of the earlier stuff, and, and that's what's sort of frustrating having to listen to it so continuously – it's like I bet it was like nice to hear it like three six months later a new Dolly album but like it's very similar chord progressions like I know you like obviously everyone's using these chords but like it's even down to the like rhythms and melodies like she's talented enough to be able to sing over these songs slightly differently but like what's happening behind her is almost the same song on track yep. two of album three and track two of album six like it's like ah. Eh. But this album has, like, more variants, you know? Like, Jolene yeah. is, like, a different song. Like, it's not like all of her other songs in a very right. real way. There's, Neither is I like, Will Always Love You. Even the rhythmic bass of these tracks is, like, starting to bring in more of the the R&B influence, the, uh, like, a, a, a more of a shuffle to some degree. There's more... 
experimental, not experimental with other music, but in the idea of bringing in these instruments that are usually not used in country. Uh, like occasionally you'll start hearing horns. Occasionally oh, yeah. you'll start hearing yeah. like more like funk drum patterns, uh, synthesizers. You, this is where the, this era is also where you start getting the, the like fake uh, high pitched string. That's just like, Holding that high note in the background for the fucking ballads. You know what I'm talking about? I do. I kind of so, love yeah. it. I kind of hate it. But it's a very 70s radio thing. And the 70s radio sound, I'm not talking about the Nashville sound. I think that's where she start, it starts getting more incorporated. And I think that's uh, what we like. <laughs> you and I start liking out of it. Like after a while, there's some songs where you're like, "This kind of sounds like, like some like Hall and Oates production." Yeah, and not here, not on Jolene, not for the next couple. Like the Bargain Store, I liked the Bargain Store, but by the time you get to like seventies, oh, yeah, the Bargain Store was actually a decent album, and I thought it was gonna be trash too. I looked at the cover and was like, "That looks bad." <laughs> is this did they did they just put this it's like b-sides i love this B-side? album cover so much dude and that like it's blurry in the background like she's just like everything is cheap about it and it's and, like, blurry in the front yeah it's so good like the whole thing is cheap and it's just like yeah uh well yeah by the time you get to hear you come again New Harvest, I guess, kind of had like they, they, it's, it all kind of builds to being like all of a sudden it's 70s radio production. And I kind of love it. Kind of sounds like yacht rock. So happy about it, actually. I mean, the thing about it is like the like Jolene era 70s, so mid 70s onward. And like My Tennessee Mountain Home, like that album, I think, is the turning point where it goes from being like really plain sort of roots music to being like a little more produced, a little poppier, a little more fun. I say fun like it's not just it it, like after you listen to four or five albums, it feels drab hearing the same song over and over again. But like they use more modern, like you say, production techniques, like the bass is more vibrant, fucking slide guitars when they come in are like more interesting, like the instruments in general, like the instrumentation just feels more vibrant. And also like maybe she's working with like more talented artists. I'm not saying she's not, but like her backing band seems like they're more into it and and they've hired a different kind of backing band that that strays from only country rhythms, you know? Yeah, yeah, right, right. It's It's not like the church band anymore. Yeah, and that's such a joy. Like, I don't dislike her early career. I honestly don't. Like, I think No, that- but if you listen to the first, like, like, Hello, Dolly sounds like it could be a 60s pop album. Yeah. And then right after that, it's all just, like, the same country, over country, and over again. Country. country, yeah. And, country. and here, like, we're finally getting back to more of the incorporation of, of what modern music the popular music at the time is that she enjoys that she obviously enjoys while still incorporating where she comes from, you know, and that's important too. It's like, it's like rock leaning country instead of country leaning rock, I guess. Like, you know, which is also very her as far as her whole persona as this singer is, I come from nothing. I left that behind. I went and found a better life. I, (coughs) 
<coughs> and expose myself to new and different things. And I love going back home, and I love that, but I'm also, I, you know, I go out there and I do this. I'm a free person, and I, and I can expand my horizons, and I don't just need to be a small-town person, you know? Yeah. And that there's ideas beyond that, and, and, uh, and I don't know, I think she does it really well. I, I don't know how the country fandom handled the, the changeover. I'm sure not well. I remember those people were burning disco records. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, that doesn't like, surprise me in the slightest. Uh, I mean, her pop music still has, like, still has elements of country in it. I mean, it's not as, not a ton, but she's so much the, more fun when she's pop 80s <laughs> Glam, fucking seventies, late seventies, early eighties, glam. Uh, there's not enough of it. Yeah, there's not. There really is not enough of it. It's like, I guess it goes on for like five years. I mean, Which I guess it goes on. Is, I, I guess it goes on. Amount of time. I guess it goes on through the whole eighties. I'm looking at the discography now, and like. Uh, I mean, the late 80s, when she hits Trio, I think it slows down. Rainbow and White Limousine are pretty country. Yeah, but they were, there's, they were like, they have that 80s, like, rock, like, yeah. like drum thing happening. And, like, synthesizer, like, it, it was more country, but it was, like, country with these, like, synthesizers. Yeah, no, and, that's true. And not that's like a true. fiddle. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like like they cut they're like, let's cut out some of the Appalachian instruments and use some of these, but we'll still play country. Like what's it sound like? I don't know, kind of garbage, but kinda of great. Let's do it. What are the drums gonna sound like? Like this. Do do Why? Why is this happening? Why did you use that sound? <laughs> This phase of her career is amazing. Also, she loves covering, like, the Beatles and Bob Dylan and shit. It's just like, when Help came on in Great Balls of Fire, I was oh, like, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, I was not happy I was about like, that. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Question mark, yes? I was like, uh, okay. I, I don't know. Her covers in general are funny to me. I, they're just like, even when she That's covers her- herself, I'm like. <laughs> are you sure that's your song oh shoot uh, nine to five and odd jobs he's amazing yeah and it's a musical everyone is right about that movie. album being amazing that and and it's like funky it's cool it's still it's got some country some ballads you know I feel like she never straight and like every album, even like the '80s since one, she'll always like drop you into a country song. You're like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> that's sort of abrupt, and it's like, I mean, it'll be like poppy '80s synthesizer country, but it's still country. And you're like, yeah, please, <laughs> please do enlighten me. <laughs> the the way that she quickly kind of she had like. I feel like there was like two of those albums that were like two or three were like disco. And then like the next three were like immediately like eighties 
electronic rock production influenced country type stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the yeah. drum change. There was that drum change with what kind of electronic drum was getting used and what sound and what rhythm it was producing. And it's it's funny how it was almost like it almost seemed like she was late to disco, but early to the fucking eighties pop. Working, working girl, like laser beam keyboards. In the middle of all that shit, with like laser beam keyboards and shit, she puts out an album with Chris Christopherson and fucking Willie, Willie Nelson. Nelson. And Who who's that other person? There? Brenda. Brenda Lee. I don't fucking that one, know. She's not on every track, though. I didn't listen no, to that one. No, and it's so long. Yeah, I didn't listen to that one. That was one of the ones I omitted because, like, it's, like, feature. It feels like it, it's, like, they're all, like, we're buddies. Let's put a few songs of each. It's almost like a split of all their shit. I, mean, I know they, they work together, but, like, she's only on, like, three or four tracks, so. And she's on more than, well, it's, like, a it's a double disc. It's fucking huge. I just skimmed it. I just listened to the ones that she was on. It's abrupt that she, at some point she leaves 20. I mean, another thing that I guess we haven't mentioned is her run times are really short. Like even for pop, like even for like pop music standards, like at no point does she get into the 40 minute range or even 35 until the 90s. Like she's at 25 to 30 max forever and ever. Like eight to 10 songs short. If they're 10 songs are two minute tracks, two and a half minute, yep. 215, you know. Four so, or five per side on the record. Yeah, but they're really tight, you know? It's like quick, in and out, little story, next story, next story, next story. Which actually is really pleasant. Like, I I didn't know that I wanted – like, I get that they – you know, we've, we have a changing listening habit style. But there is something really pleasant about being like, oh, it's over and it ended and that felt good, you know? Like, I made it through a record <laughs> and it wasn't like a year later. Like, I enjoyed that. Right, it wasn't it, like not too short, but like maybe you could have had another one on there, but you didn't have it. You didn't need to. It was cool. You're done. It was about it was about making money, you know, like in a in a in a sense, you know, as much as it is about her, she's a talented artist. I'm not trying to dismiss that, but it was about making money. You don't make three to four records a year unless you're trying to, you know, rake in some cash. So right. <laughs> right. I mean, she slows down in the 80s, right? But even 1980, there are three albums. She has a Porter no. Wagner album, <laughs> Dolly, 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 and 9 to 5 Odd Jobs. Like, even in the 80s, she's still able. 77 has two. There's at least one a year uh, until, like, the late 90s. Like, she is prolific. Right. Can I just say that burlap and satin sounds really uncomfortable? Yeah. You can say that, and I'm going to wholeheartedly agree with you. There's Ooh, we. That song is great. That's one of the one it pops off with horns, right? It's like one of the first, like it's like the eighties albums that are like, whoa, those horns are, yeah, but also, <laughs> <laughs> can, can we? Like, all right, now the drums got to sound like do 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 do, and then we need sixties doo wop horns. Oh, what? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Where are you gonna put right in the front? Oh. Like main thing, right when it comes in. What? What do you mean? Just like right there, like the horn, like it gets in. Just like, oh yeah, yeah, we can do that. Oh yeah, we're going to do that. 
We're going to put a synthesizer of horns behind the horns that are playing so it just sounds like more horns. Dude, that's like some Huey Lewis shit right there, dude. That Straight is like, up. Bam. And, whoa. I, you know, I'll, this phase of Dolly makes me appreciate her way more because, because it's fun. And it's not always the best music ever. Like, I'm not... But it's fun. It's like dance music sometimes, and every once in a while she drops down into like a ballady keyboard song that she she fucking loves those though. She's never gonna she never lets those go. She never will let them go. There's always a song where it's like I'm gonna sing sad on a piano and there's nothing else, you know. But uh, I it's just she's so much fun. Like it's she's just she cracks me up all the way here. And then we were listening to this '80s music, and I'm like, yeah, Dolly, sure. And I can forgive all the Jesus stuff. Like I am adamantly annoyed by people that proselytize and shove it on me. You know, like I, for some reason I can forgive her it, even though I've had to listen to so much of it in the last two weeks. Like at least through this period. Like the next period I can't, but this period, <laughs> up to this period, I'm able to be like, all right. That's cool. You're not like – you're like a southerner, but you're like sort of a lib, but you're also sort of conservative. You're like a mix of the two, which is fine. You're cool. You're confusing. But – and like you love Jesus. Like also cool, but you're not – You're. I mean obviously you're singing about it, so you're not shoving it on me. But are you because you're singing about it? I don't know. I'll, I'll ignore that. But it still feels like you're singing about it for yourself. And I like as a Suf Jan Stevens fan, that's how I feel about Suf Jan Stevens. So like I'm like okay to dismiss uh, Dolly Parton's sort of – overly heavy-handed jesus metaphor shit um through this period but then the next well it's just, <laughs> i i was i was not ready for um uh, uh to listen to sylvester stallone singing country music <laughs> i just had to put like that's a thing from the 80s that dolly does to us is that rhinestone that's rhinestone that is that's that that album has like one star ratings on like a lot of internet review places. <laughs> I mean, uh, and she says it's some of her favorite stuff that she did. That's uh, awesome that she thinks that you know, <laughs> like yeah. you're allowed to like enjoy your product even if it's what most people would argue is not so good. Is is the '80s the first? The first Christmas album. 80s is the first Christmas album, isn't it? Yeah. And then Trio comes out, which is a fantastic album. At least the first half of Trio just floors me. I don't know what it is. Oh, I thought the the whole album was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I... Great, like... It's like, it it returns to the kind of root country music, but she's got, like... Who is it? Is it, um... Emma Lou Harris. Uh... Emma, Emma Lou Harris and Linda Rodstick. Oh, okay. They have such gorgeous voices, and they, like, they do really good, like, singing together. They sound so beautiful. And it's, it's like, sparse in the good country way, too, like earlier stuff is, you know? But it's, because there's, it benefits from three songwriters instead of just, like, Dolly's, like, here's another GCD or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this song's about a dead kid. It's in G. Have fun. <laughs> Let's get some slide guitar. Like, all right. Uh, so, like, yeah. So, the 90s stuff. I was kind of okay with Rainbow. I was kind of okay with White Limousine. They were, there was some, like, 
Oh no, wait. I'm lying. Uh, White Limousine is the one that had the cover of Time for Me to Fly. I believe that's Ario Speedwagon. Oh, is that what that is? I think so. White Limousine's not good. Uh, that was painful. That was that was painful. That's like th- the beginning of modern country, it feels like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially hearing an Ario Speedwagon song done by a country musician is like, oh... Oh, Arena Rock is very close to like. Which one's her- the REO song that? Huh? Which which song does she cover? Is White Limousine Time- the song? Time for me to fly. Oh, me, look- okay. The very first track. Yeah, yeah, it's REO Speedwagon. Arena Rock. It's like augmented country. It's like progressive country. It's. It's not. It's rock. I, I could listen to some REO. Put on some REO. I'm fucking down with it. That's cool. We'll cover REO Speedwagon one of these days. Probably not. I don't know. I never know. But that's, you know, like, it's not great. I don't want to listen to that kind of music. But as far as bands go, okay, I guess. I guess. Uh, 90s. We're into the... <laughs> 90s. This is where she starts... No, I guess she doesn't start going full bluegrass until late 90s. The 90s is so bad. Oh, every single it's one of her covers... Bland. Dude, the 90s, it's like, it's like, she's like, it's like a Celine Dion phase or like an Enya phase. Like, she feels like she's got to have those horrible fucking strings in the background that are just like, just airy and obnoxious. This is like, to me, the 90s is like Dolly Parton was like, I'm going to make country music sound like it belongs in a rock store. And like, I I don't know why they do I, this. I don't know why the 90s is like this, but. I, I feel like. I, sorry, the look on your face when you pause is just really funny. I feel like you. Uh, <laughs> I feel like somehow Dolly. In the in the '90s, like list, like watch the show Friends, or like somebody's mom made her watch the show Friends, and she was like, "I'm gonna make music for moms that listen that that like the show Friends." It's it's or so, you know it's like like it, like maybe it's because she was in movies at the time because yeah. she was doing movies at the time, and it just seems like a like a very like rom-com type music and she's making like rom-com material 90s rom-com bro that's okay sit on a pumpkin (laughs) who cares oh my god slow dance slow dancing with the moon may have been the all right one from the bunch and i say all right very liberally did you say all right or alt right? Oh, Oof. Uh, <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus is on that album. Yeah, this one still has some '80s vibes to it, like '80s cheese rock. But you know, you know what bugs me is how gospel the gospel this like the what starts happening with the with the choirs. With the church choirs, because that have always been there, but like, 
now they're like like sounding like a Madonna song choir. They're up in your face. Yeah. It's subtle in other places. The Christ Church Choir. Oh. Put a, put a little love in your heart, Crowder. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. What happens if, if somebody does that? Like, does like white blood cells like clean the cum? Or what does it just dry up? Does it just like flow out of the blood? What if you get cum in your heart? I want an answer. Don't drink your beer and just laugh I think awkwardly. That, I think that that's a, a, a foreign element in your body that in the wrong place. It's like shit's not supposed to be in your bloodstream, dude. You know, it causes sepsis. I don't think that it's going to be a great. You've got cum in your heart. You probably have sepsis. Put a little cum in your heart. Think of your fellow man. Whenever forever comes sort of sounds like cum in your heart off of slow dancing with the moon. <laughs> Oh no! This is such a bad era for her. I don't. Oh, I don't. And the treasures you, is in the mid '90s when she does all those covers. Did, did you did you not like Honky Tonk Angels with Tammy Wynette and fucking Loretta Lynn? The one, the one with the cover that looks like it was painted on the wall oh. of like a Burger King and memorial of somebody that died in a car crash. <laughs> Dude, okay, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot, oh my god, yeah, I forgot about this one. Oh my god, this one, Wings of a Dub, yeah. No, the artwork on this reminds me of, like, LucasArts Adventure Games, man. I was just, <laughs> I looked at this and I was like, oh man, what are these three detectives up to? Are they gonna, what wacky crime are they gonna solve? Are they working with a uh, a hedgehog and a squirrel? Like, what's going on here? And that's, um, the art. This is when, like, every single one of her album covers looks like she's, like, literally the church pastor's wife or whatever. And she's, like, <laughs> singing a song to you about Jesus, you know? Like, from here on out, she's like, yeah. And, and it's always like, ah. Uh, yeah, this one's, I mean, this album, I guess, is. It, was, it has, uh, like, their cover of Honky Tonk Angels is okay. Fucking. This, oh, this I is don't... the album they do. Love sick blues with Patsy Cline, and I was like, "Oh man, you know what I really wish country was the blues." <laughs> I was like, "This song's tight because it's the blues, not because it belongs on this discography or on this album." I was just like, at this point, I was like, "Man, if I had listened to blues albums like I don't know Howlin' Wolf or Lightning Hopkins or something or." I don't know, anybody else for as long as I did, I'd be like, it's still the blues, and I'm still fucking happy about that, you know? Like, the the solos and blues are so much more interesting. Like, I kept thinking, like, country uh, lap steel and, like, slide guitar shit is so cheesy. Like, I don't, and at this point, when you, like, hear it come in and, wah, wah, like, I always think it someone's going to. It sounds like a cartoon. <laughs> it's so bad and i feel like someone's i i I feel like you can only be in a specific bar that has a too short ceiling with like columns four columns holding the whole building up uh and like people line dancing and popping specifically a budweiser because they're americans like that shit is so hokey and it's just i don't know what it is about that effect with that like slide guitar can be so cool (laughs) lap steel can be so cool but like the way that it's used in modern country is bafflingly bad it's just it pops in and wow wow and they're sliding and doing all that and i'm like please stop dude please you're ruining the instrument and i don't know if it's the tones i just 
hate it. And it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I think the funniest thing is is uh, when it shows up in like seventies like Hawaiian exploitation music. You know, like mm-hmm. like when we did Don Ho. Mm-hmm. Were you there for Don Ho? I sure was. That was me and you. Yeah. <laughs> they put the fucking country slide guitar in there. It's like, what is happening? Where'd that come from? Uh, I, yeah. I mean, you hear some of it. You hear some of the, like, it feels like it's Hawaiian as opposed to country slide in this country music, too, and some of her stuff. It's like, I can't uh, ever remember which one made which. I mean, I'm just like, it feels like it's that, that progression as opposed to, like, a country progression, you know? Yeah. This is also the phase where she starts doing, like, it's almost like Irish folk music on top of the country like it's like way too fiddly mo bo biddly on it <laughs> it's way too fiddle me timbers you know it's, it's like it's more like uh well it's at this point where it's like well how much is the record company giving me that much huh uh, <laughs> what's the best fiddle player we got well yeah put him on there i don't know just have him do shit pay him Get the best for he he's great. If you just let him play all over it. Just all over it. Get a bunch of them. Make them all play all over it. <laughs> just keep going. Why'd you stop? Never stop. I am going to sing now. Keep going. Listen. I'm gonna call Lady Blacksmith Mombazo. Okay, or Lady Smith Black Mombazo, whatever the fuck that band name is. Hold on a second. We're going to do a Cat Stevens cover. Peace I love train. That, I love that they put Yusuf, whatever, his like his name now, and then also slash Cat Stevens so that no one was confused that it was like, Yusuf Islam, like what? You can't have a man with that man's name in 1996. Like, are, has the Gulf War started yet? Like, the Gulf War was in 92, right? Like, Dolly, what are you doing? Like, it's just getting on the peace train. Treasures is the cover Lady album. Lady Smith Black Mombasa. Right? The whole album is a cover album, and I don't need any of them. Oh, honestly. is it? Oh, is this the one that? No, it's not the one that has Imagine. No, I don't I remember Treasures, when Imagine. Is it Treasures? Up. Yeah, I think Treasures is the one with Imagine on it. I think it's the last no. song. It's not. No, Are you where is it? I swear. Oh, maybe it's. Did it's, you lose it's around this internet? period though? Robert's gone. He's fighting a bear again. The bear's name is Craig. Hey there, Craig. That's who I'm talking to. Singing a poem. It is on. All right, so Robert's gone. Those were the days. Oh, those were the days is the cover album. Those were the uh, days. Dolly Parton until he comes back. Uh, It's a little bit more difficult without somebody else. I got booted. uh, 1998, she did an album called Hungry Again. Uh, where she was hungry again, and uh, <laughs> uh, that's that's because because um, she wanted to be hungry again because her, her partner was she, her partner wasn't hungry, and he, but they were when they were when they were hungry. You see, it was better. So she wants to be, so she's hungry. And then she, and she's sitting on like a park bench. She's probably waiting for, for her husband to come back with like food, like Arby's. Because she's real hungry. And again, yeah, I I th- again. And that's what he said, like right before he left. He's like, God, you're hungry again? <laughs> she's great. Yeah, I'm writing that down. 
That album, that album cover could be Jewel or like any like late '90s like cool female artist. Like their music's really good, but like you are also going to be at Lilith Fair, but you are also like obliged <laughs> to have a sepia tone covered album cover with you looking forlorn or wistful off of the camera on a bench. wearing overalls. Wearing I mean, overalls. just. It, and there's like the heart in the wood of the of the swing set, but it's just like to me, I looked at that and I was like, "Wow, dude, she's jocking all these cool '90s gals styles, man, with this artwork." Uh, this like the the album cover was like they were like, "Yeah, this is what's making money right now." Like, absolutely, these hands they are my own. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it reminds me of the uh, the dad on Instagram that copies his daughter's post. Like, poorly. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the mom yeah. making fun of the daughter. Like, oh, we're wearing some overalls now. Just sitting in the sepia tone, huh? <laughs> I, mean, I can do that. Just stop, mom. Stop. You're embarrassing me. Mom, don't post that on Facebook. Mom, don't post that on Facebook, mom. <laughs> the- I like the Honky Tonk Songs song. It's called okay. Honky Tonk Songs. <laughs> it's, it's about... It's about Women playing honky tonk songs. Oh yeah, why don't they? Yeah, yeah. Why, why don't, don't they? they? Even, but she does, and some do. There's, there's some. So, this part of her career. Oh man, oh man. Honky yeah. talking. Hungry, hungry again, and on. Except for a little okay. sidestep of Trio 2, which is fine because it's the three of them again. And I, I don't know. They're just good together. And the, and actually, I, I do have a comment about that, though. You should. Trio 1 was like traditional country. And it was done. It was like the early, early fucking like Dolly stuff done better, like instrumentation wise and a little more traditionally. And I, I enjoyed it. I felt like it was a more genuine sound. And it was at a time when Dolly was doing a very, like, overproduced electronic sound. And then this one shows up, and it's in the middle of a time when Dolly's trying to get back to playing, like... The bluegrass. Nice, yeah, and it has, like, overproduced, like, drums and fucking bass and shit on it. Like, it's a little more modernized. It's not like the ski you local bluegrass band playing you some country songs that they've been playing for 30 years and you know you sing on top of them now it's like weird studio 90s trying to use like some 80s pop shit it's weird yeah it's not great yeah it's not it's not it's nowhere near as good as the first one yeah they're trying to give themselves another another career boost here another launch pad it might have been like a fan type thing too, though, because I know that everybody really liked the first one. I think the first one was popular, even when it first came out. I feel like it's Emmy Lou's voice I really like too, and I like them like paired together like vocally. So I'm like prepared to ignore some of the more cheese elements of the stuff happening in the music there, you know? Yeah, and like some of the, like thought... slow, slow like creeping songs where they're like singing beautifully at you. You're like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, what is that sound, and why am I crying to it? <laughs> Don't do that. Stop. But keep doing that. It feels good. Uh, okay, two thousands. We're here. 
bluegrass. Bluegrass. It's Fucking a, uh, bluegrass, dude. Blue, gr- the grass is blue. Bluegrass. <sighs> L- little sparrow. I, I liked the grass is blue. I thought it was okay for like the last of the 90s shit. I mean, it's... Uh, solid bluegrass honestly but also and also it was it was better because it was leaning away from the schmaltzy pop country music of the late 90s early 2000s that i dislike aggressively i was like yeah all right lean into that fucking fiddle dude (laughs) like i liked some a little sparrow i liked the song little sparrow i liked some of the the songs on little sparrow uh that was a longer album this, this is when we get longer out. This is when CD format is a thing, though. I feel so like there are a want... bunch of songs on uh, this Little Sparrow to me, and maybe the next, is it the next album? There's Halos like a and of, Horns. There's a couple of songs that, re- like, like specifically sound like a very famous Town Van Zant melody and progression. And so it's hmm. like, some of it to me is like, ooh, Town Van Zant. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. fun. Like, one of the mm-hmm. few fun country boys I know, and I'm like, yeah, oh, I mean, obviously Dolly's been around forever. I feel like Towns was playing in the 60s, wasn't he? Or is it the 70s? Yes, I think it was 70s. Yeah, I mean, it's like that finger picking, and it's like a, like like minor, minor chord stuff. Yeah, yeah minor, it's and like, it's like dark, and it's like, it sounds like that, you know? Which I don't care if you're, if you're referencing him, or if he was referencing you, and then you're referencing yourself, or whatever. I don't care. I like that kind of dark minor chord stuff um you know what i don't like can you guess the worst album that she ever made one of the worst albums that she ever made it is the worst album she it's ever the worst made. album it's, it's by far the worst year yeah oh man i just yes it's the worst album she ever <laughs> but like Ooh, there's another one coming up that's really, 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 really bad also. Sure, but I mean, this is, like, she, I feel like, like, she is who she is, and, like, she feels the way she does about the country, and she feels the way about Jesus, but normally this just, like, happening alongside, and it's, like, it's passive, right? Like, we we learn about Dolly through her songs, but this one, she's just like, nah, son, we about to invade Iraq! (laughs) It's like, no, dude, no! <laughs> and, then she, and she's dressed in that horrible outfit, and it's a, just an American flag, green screen behind her. Like, this is a low. This is the lowest period of her career. It's an hour and 12 minutes, Crowder. When I saw how I long know. this was, I was so upset. I was like, no, dude, you made a double disc? Like, you might as well, might as well be a fucking double disc. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, it would be on fucking vinyl. But this is CD. This is definitely like 2003. That's CD era still. So that fits. Gee, Ma, I want to go home, dude. Gee. I I can't. Ma, I want to go home. And at some point, she's like, it's in that song, she's like in front of the troops, like she's USO or whatever, you know? Like she's like, oh, and they got them cards with them Taliban's on them. And I I didn't know they made a deck with only Jokers. And I was was like, no. What's going on, dude? What's happening? Oh, it's the, so the song. The song "Go to Hell." Oh my god! Where she like starts off with that organ, and then she's talking about. Uh, she at one point, she says something like, "Sometimes I just need it there to remind me when I'm leaning a, a little too far to the left." It's like what? 
What's, what? What does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? I heard what that too, and I was about? like, is she talking about like left in politics, or is she is she saying left is where the devil hangs, or what is she saying? Oh. It's the left hand path, you know. I guess so. Because right, right hand is good in God's eyes, and left hand, if you're left handed, you're from the devil, and the Catholic priests need to beat you to death. <laughs> That's probably a fact. I mean, I mean they, didn't they just, like like uh, just, my my partner's mother is left handed, and, and apparently, like oh, Catholic no. schools actually do did at some point in history where like you have to learn how to use your right hand. It's against the fucking rules. Like, yeah, the left quit being hand a freak. Just use your other fucking hand, you freak. It's so weird, though. Like, that's so weird. so weird. Like, why would that is not a thing? That's just like. That's the kind of like thing about Christianity and religion that when someone like Dolly, who I like totally, and like you're fine, you're good until you did this album, you know, <laughs> like, like everything shit. else, dude. But this, why? I mean, yeah, I get it. It's her like, but like this shit, kind of like the album almost even reads like go to church and then sign up for the army and go fucking to war. Like, if you're a good, like, you better sign up and go to war if you're a good American. Brave Little you know, Soldier, which only that's has the one. 9,000 uh, list, unique listens on this uh, website, which she covers, like, three more times after this, just for the record, on other <laughs> albums. And it, those uh, creepy children, like, Dolly, are you seriously telling kids to sign up for war right now? Is that right. what this is? Because, Really? <laughs> Stop, please. And they're creepy baby voices like, oh, I'm a brave little soldier. And it's just so creepy. It's like a horror film. It's like the opposite of what I thought, like what she thought she was doing to me. I was like, man, is someone about to get their dick chopped off? You know, like I, like that shit was horrifying. Oh, shit. Uh, this is where the slowdown kind of happens, though. At I least. Out. Well. Sort of, yeah. After this. Well, because there's, like, a live album. Who gives a fuck? There's a cover album where it's, like, covers with people. That's the one that has Imagine on it. That's the one. God, that sucked. Oh, man, that was fucking rough. I just I just don't want to hear Imagine. Covered, not covered. Uh, even if I were to listen to the album Imagine, I would just skip that song. I don't ever need to hear that song again. Imagine there was no imagine. Written, uh, rewritten by, uh, or redone by Dolly Parton. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Backwoods Barbie. It's fine, actually. It was fine. It was fine. It was. It was actually kind of okay. I think it might have been the last sort of okay for what it is. I mean, this is this is her this this specifically like backwards Barbie after the backwards Barbie like the next three albums are like seriously they feel like low budget preacher's wife albums and like yes like the covers are her like in front of beautiful nature you know like with a guitar it's just <laughs> this this the the one for blue smoke is like we're gonna get a it's a watercolor of me. Except her jean jacket isn't watercolor, and maybe the background isn't, and everything about that. It's like it's Wait. <laughs> because she because she's so old now, and like she she like wants to look beautiful, and she does these like things to do that. She just her face is like 
penciled in it's like it's like um, yeah watercolor or like really well done like colored pencils but then the rest of it's like we're good that'll be well, realish i guess here put some there's like some, uh, there's like over it yeah there's like fake clouds all over it that <sighs> are like it's like was that 2014 okay so that's just really bad illustrator there's, photoshop brushes probably there's no reason for it to be that bad no None at all. It's silly. Oh, she just uh, don't think twice on this album. It's all right. Don't think twice. It's all right. I mean, don't think, honestly, don't think twice about skipping it. It's all right. These albums, these this last before we hit, I believe in you because I know that's the other one you're going to talk to us about. But uh, Better Day, Blue Smoke, Pure and Simple, Backwards Barbies are all like, if you're a Dolly fan, like, I, sure, honestly, some of the earlier uh, stuff, like Dolly fan or no, is like the nine, some of the ninety stuff is. I, <laughs> but this I, is like I, she's she'll do like bluegrass and along you know like doodle doo do and here's my song and it's like i didn't love it because i was so tired of it but it's like it's there was i feel it, like each one of these albums had a standout song that was just bad that was like comically bad it's almost like always the, the slow ones the i'm 16 song oh yeah where she just said, I'm 16, I'm 16. It's like, is that, is that, did you write more words? It's, I'm 16. Oh, no, you didn't. All right. No, she, doesn't she say something like, you only get old if you choose to, and as long as you still love me, I'll forever be young or something like that? Like, it's super something cheesy, like schmaltzy love shit. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm she, always a 16-year-old, like, Dolly, it's okay to age. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's... But I mean, also like whatever, sure. Young at Heart is like a classic thing to for people to sing about. It's, I mean, I feel like at this point, like Precious Memories. I was going to mention this earlier, like Precious Memories. I feel like it's not on Spotify, so I did not listen to it. But I feel uh-huh. like Precious Memories are like those little angel dolls. You know what I mean? Like this is like angel dolls music from here on yes. out. You know what I mean? Like from yes. like 2003. You done fall over the chair with this God and country shit. Like, from here on out, it is, ooh, collectibles, you know? Like, I've got my collectibles in my cabinet. Like, yeah, if you uh, like these collectibles, you're going to love the next Dolly Parton album, dude. Uh, will you, though? Because the next Dolly Parton album is I Believe in You. And I just, like, while we were talking about covers. Wow. It looks like Steven Tyler put on a blonde wig. And some butterfly wings, you know, <laughs> like, uh, oh. I don't know what the, she's wearing, like a, like a Disney princess dress, kind of. Yeah. Like, what's happening in the background there? It's just colors? I don't know what the fuck is going on. I, this album is so goofy. Also, it looks like she beat up a raver. <laughs> You know, and like stole her clothes like a festy kid. It's like some some kid was trying to go to a hippie festival, and she fucking beat her up and took her clothes, and then went to the photo shoot. It's bizarre. I mean, she's a sweet, sweet I, butterfly flying away, my man. Like, so here's the thing, though: as I looked at that, and I I was like, why is this so cheesy and cheap? But nothing about it to me said this is going to be. Children's, uh, ch- children's music like Nickelodeon, Nick Kids, Disney Kids styled <laughs> music, which I, I to this day baffles me. I don't know how they make it. I don't know what these. I don't 
I just don't get it. I don't know I how don't somebody's. I don't know how they make it. I love. That. I don't like like I, it's not like I don't know how they make it. Like I know that, but like the no, fact I know. That somebody can I get where you're coming there. from. I just and like, like <laughs> that as like a like I don't know how they make it is so good, especially coming from you. You know, like it's just like profound. I love it. <laughs> how do you sit there and you're just like what what? How did you get all of these songs to sound so bad? And so cheesy and so weird like that. And cover one of your worst songs from an album called For God and Country and put it on a children's album. A Brave oh. Little Soldier is on this album too. And when I ha- heard it a third time, that's I think right. This is the third time it's covered since I, then, I was like, <laughs> I gotta tell you, I. I I noted I noted that I I noticed it when it happened and I was like you know hurt by it a little bit yeah obviously because as much as I was hurt by it the first time but I was kind of desensitized because I had already heard it and right before it happened she hit us with chemo hero which blew my fucking uh, mind sweet sweet chemo hero blew my my the kid's not dead in this one he's just fucking dying all right so she's always anyway going to war with things and in this one it's cancer cells and it's just like no dude like so that's like that's like the end of the album too you know it's the second to last song because i think i think it goes chemo hero and then brave little soldier which i guess is her thing like oh you made it through chemo keep fighting on little boy and girl and i believe in you and like the coat of many uh, colors, talk uh, it's bad. It's so weird. It's so bad. It's so so weird. The fact that somebody let her let put that out in 2017. Uh, I listened to all the Christmas albums, but I would not do the next one. I wouldn't. I was like, no. I won't. I will not do a Christmas you, album in 2021 or whatever. You weren't gonna have a Holly Dolly Christmas. No, I could not. And I did. You not. Dumplin'? No, I did not either. I was like, I am just gonna go straight to uh, VHS tape released to or whatever movie released to to TV. Run Rose Run, James Patterson novel featuring Dolly Parton, which I didn't realize until I finally got there that that was an album. For a novel that she wrote with James Patterson. What the fuck is she? Bill Clinton, dude? I don't know. Do you know James Patterson? He's like a mystery novelist. And he recently did a book with Bill Clinton. Like, I don't know what is going on with this James Patterson, dude. And I don't know what's going on with Dolly. But that she did a novel with James Patterson and then released an album is the funniest shit to me. It is my favorite thing. Run, Rose, Run. That was this month. Yeah, like a week just, ago, right? Just came out. Brand new. Brand new. We did not plan this. This was an accident that just happened Com- to be. Complete accident. Dolly was supposed to be two weeks from now. Oh, yeah. Originally. Yep. I I had no comments on this. Oh, Snake in the Grass is on here. That was a song. Uh, Demons. <laughs> Demons was pretty funny. Because I just kept saying demons. <laughs> it just makes me think of like walking around Chicago and you get like, the, you know, the people that are sick screaming about demons. 
Demons. Calm down. Demons. This album was fine. I mean, for a an album based on a James Patterson novel, I mean. Sure. Yeah. Like, at this point, really, I just think that she's just doing the thing that her fans want to hear. It's sort of bluegrassy. It's not super modern country. It's a little old time. So you can be like, oh, I remember when I was listening to Dolly when I was a 12-year-old. It was 1967. You know, like, I don't know. It's whatever. It's a really produced country album that's not super modern but also isn't super ancient and likes to lead into some bluegrass. She's a firecracker. A little bit of TNT rap with some dynamite or something. Is that what she says in that song? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. That's the same Dude, thing. This That's album. It's not a firecracker. I was so gassed by the time we got here. Like, I finished this album today. And by finish, I mean, like, I got through it. I skimmed this album so hard. I was like, I am going to die. I love well, I I love Dolly Parton, and that's the thing too. Is it's funny? Is like I didn't expect myself to like really dig it, but like there's a lot of Dolly Parton that I really like, and there's there's a a fair portion of it that I don't. But I don't. I only hate one album, one album, and that's it. There's plenty of albums I'm like, eh, this is not great, and I don't need to listen to it. But there's plenty that I'm like, oh, I'm into this. I could listen to this, but like there's only one album I hate it. And it's that fucking jingoist American bullshit that was just so offensive. The children's album is funny to me. Like, I was just like, what? This is bad in a, spe- in a special way. But, like, also, like, doesn't throw me that Dolly Parton would be like, I'm going to do it for the kids. Like, recently she she was like, we're going to pay for college for all the people that work at Dollywood and Dollywood things. We're going to help. Uh, she's been sending books to kids for, like, years, they've sent, like, a million books out to kids, like, to help with reading. Like, she funds all the air. Like, out of philanthropist millionaires who I know I've complained about on this podcast, like Taylor Swift, for instance, she was a poor person who was actually giving her poor her rich person money back to poor people. And I think that's tight. And, like, she's, like, all for the vaccine initiatives. And, like, as a liberal, but who's also obviously not a liberal, but like is liberal, not liberal. She's amazing. And I love her. And like, she turned down the rock and roll hall of fame just last week. And they were like, Nope, can't turn it down. <laughs> and they're voting for her anyways. So it's like, I don't know, dude, Dolly Parton's the shit. Uh, I don't I need like the this. last 20 years of her career for me, for music, oh. you know, like I don't need to listen to any of it. Not really the last 30 years of her career. I don't need to listen to any of it, much of it, hardly any of it. But that's just because of my taste, not because she's trash and I think she's a bad artist. Just because, dude, I've heard enough bluegrass and I don't – I never did really get into bluegrass. And just because you do bluegrass all right in the 90s and 2000s doesn't mean like, oh, yeah, bluegrass. Just like whatever, dude. Good on you, Polly. (laughs) Polly Darton, you know. Polly Darton. Not worse than 311. Dolly Parton is my famous, my favorite rapper to come out of Tennessee in 1965. Uh, Dolly Parton is the best actress ever to star in a movie with Burt Reynolds. Dolly Parton is the best actress to ever star in a film with Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, Sylvester Stallone, oh my god. 
I thought this was great. I'm really glad we did this discography. I wish that she had maybe. So glad it's over. Not had 65 discs. So glad it's over. So glad this is over. I'm so glad this is over. I was so upset by the end. I I was was so done. I was done, and when then you, and then there, and then she was like, "You're a chemo hero," and I was like, "The fuck are you talking about?" I was done what? in the '80s, my dude. I feel you. I was so done. Like by the time we hit like '85, long before the pumpkin in '92 or whatever, long before that, I was like, "Oh man," because I really thought it was I was gonna get 48 out. So when I hit 33 or 34, I was like, "All right, I'm over the hill." And then I found out that I was only halfway. I was like, "I am going to die." The the pumpkin album is a uh, for a movie with James Woods, I think. Sweet, that man's a maniac. Gross. He's an out loud maniac, dude. He's like, <laughs> he's like all of those like alt right. Uh, no, but he's actually not like he was an A lister slash at least B lister for a time, you know. And now he's like a triple D lister. But like, I mean, he was like in things and he was famous, you know. He's like one of the only like stars the right has, you know. <laughs> yes. They're like, yeah, James Woods. Like, dude, no one remembers who that is unless you were like born in the the eighties or seventies, and you're like into either horror or Disney films. Uh, he was a. Uh... I'm looking at the list of movies here, and I don't think he was ever even really famous. <laughs> dude, come on! He was uh Hades and Hercules. He's been in like a bunch of John Carpenter, yeah. hasn't he? Was he, he was in he... Vampires. Uh, wasn't he in um, some of the? Wasn't he in like Cronenberg? He was in video. Like... He was in Video Drone. He was the yeah, he was the star yeah. in Video Drone. I guess that, that's uh, not. He famous. was in Casino. Casino's big. Yeah. I don't know most of these other movies. I don't really. All right. Care. Well, he was at least B lister. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. Kevin Sawa and whatever that one other dude is are like, are like hardly TV stars. You know, they're like, oh, right. I still he was... have opinions. Like, he was right, in a Bojack. lot of movies. Does that, does that, you know, Bojack? All right, Bojack. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> cool, dude. Well, all right. That's where we're at now. Ski you. Thanks, Dolly Thanks everyone. You should listen to Dolly Parton's early stuff. You should listen to her 70s stuff, maybe her 80s stuff. And that's about it. You don't need to go any further than that. Her 90s through the present day. Unless you really like bluegrass and you really like Dolly. You don't need it. Throw that right in the trash. That's right. Then Amber is the color of my energy. Ooh. Darling. <laughs> Darling, you need to go on the internet. Listen to us next week. We'll be talking about the the, 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 the entire, I did not have this planned, the entire month of March and releases of the music for the Lord Jesus Christ our Savior comes down tells us what to listen to here is it worse than 311 you can go to the you can go to our website is it worse than.com you can go to trashpitcity.com and you can have a wonderful night good night God bless. Have a lovely evening. I'm a dead child. Yeah, no, you're just catfish. Dead child catfish. See. Handsome. I have it. Baby, I'm burning, burning, burning.
got the devil on my left shoulder. The devil. The devil. The devil.